Episode 90. From Shrooms to Skyrim. With This is episode 90 of From Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew ba- with Matthew and Hiram, the show neither about shrooms nor about Skyrim. Those are just the motherfucking parameters. I'm your host, Matthew, the Ball Bambino, the Bake Man, Cake Man. I'm joined by Trey, your motherfucking uh, substitute teacher for the day. Trey, the really cool gent. Trey after death, back up in there, bitch. We in this bitch. And this episode is brought to you by Sandbar, Coconut Grove, 3064 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133, home of the motherfucker fish, Taco, Taco Tuesdays, Whiskey Wednesdays, Trivia Night Thursdays, Karaoke Fridays, Sandbar. And this episode is also brought to you by The Last Carrot at 3133 Grand Avenue. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays from 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Family owned, fresh, wholesome eat since 1975. The last carrot sandbar. Trey, it's, it's been a minute, and this is all your first time at the new studio. It's my first time in the stool. And well, what boy, you think? It's an upgrade. Not that the other one was like not lit too, but this is lit in a different way. This is like corporate lit. Corporate lit? Yeah. Like you trying to recreate that that feeling that you had in the beginning. Like but that's that's what it that's what it feels like. Like, like sellout lit. Not quite sellout. Stay true to the game, type lit. Not the original, but in the same spirit. I dig that. I dig that. How you been, sir? Been alright, man. Um, As Marvel Bishop would say, on a uh, on a scale of one to ten, don't use, <laughs> don't use seven. How have I been? Um, I would say eight. I would say eight. Yeah, I'm coming out of a forest right now. A forest? A forest like this. The last uh, this year has been a whole whole journey for me. It's been a whole season. And um, I I went through a lot, went through a lot of personal changes, professional changes, um, just uh, family changes, just just a whole bunch of different dynamics were, were, were in flux all at once. And things are, the dust is starting to settle now. What would you say uh, has kept you grounded through all of these changes? Purpose. Purpose and perspective. 
So purpose being like you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Like you have to know why why it's supposed to be worth it in the end. And um, yeah, I, I would say that was it. Like I just, I just had to keep on, I had to keep on pushing, and I had to I also had to maintain perspective. Like when you're going through a season, one of the symptoms of being in a season is not being aware that you're in a season. So, uh, if you are experiencing depression, for example which is something that I experienced. You don't really see it while you're in it. You don't see it more like in retrospect. Yeah. You have to get an outside perspective. And like, if you're, if you're a guy like me that hasn't really had those types of challenges, um, as, as, um, as frequently as, as a lot of other people have. And I've, I've really got like a can do attitude about everything. Uh, It's very, very like it came as a, as a, as a shock to me that I was experiencing depression. Like I knew I was, I knew I was under some stress. Like I knew, I knew shit was harder than it usually is, but I couldn't connect all the dots to say that, Oh, Trey, you're depressed. They have a name for this. And there's like actual steps that you can follow. Like, like, like there's a name for, uh, not know being depressed and not recognizing that feeling. Well, there's a name for for that thought pattern. It's called depression. And when you when you can like put a name on something and conceptualize it that way, then it's a lot easier for you to process and think about and and come up with strategy strategies. Like the more specific you can get, the more tools you have to to work towards a solution. Like I was talking to, um, uh, to my niece the other day, shout out to Nyla. Love you. Um, I broke down what a refractory period is, you know, a refractory period is a refractory period. Yeah. So what is that? Refractory period is, uh, the period of time immediately following an event and um, it, it, it's usually a traumatic event, but it could also be, um, you know, you got some good news, like your emotional state has changed and it's going to take a certain amount of time for you to get back to your baseline and get back to a. a oh, so it's like any, after any elevated or depressed state, you go through a refractory period. Biologically, the the time it takes for a man after after an ejaculation, the time it takes for for a man to regain interest in continued intercourse, that's the refractory period. Because your 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 brain state has changed. There's different chemicals flowing through your body. There's different hormones being released, and they're not necessarily conducive of. Of, of what you're trying to do. So you have to let that refractory period pass. You have to be aware of it. Like you can't you, imagine like every time you bust a nut, your girl's like, Oh, you don't want me anymore. Like that would, that but would like, be weird. What, what if it's back to back States, you know, masturbate. Oh, that's bars. I'm rhyming now. Watch out. 
masturbate, and then you're immediately depressed. Where's the baseline? That happens in life sometimes. Cause now you're just you're just staring at yourself in the mirror. You're sad sack. Everything's sticky. You got to clean up. Now you're sad. The moment's over. The magic's gone. See, all jokes aside, when that happens, you can lose your bearings. Like you, you can forget where your baseline is. You could forget how normal, quote unquote, normal life is supposed to feel. And that's what was happening to me for 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 most of this year to date. It's like I was experiencing so many different different um changes in dynamics, and these are like fundamental dynamics that are central to like just how my life flows. I was experiencing so many of those that I almost lost sight of myself because all my, all my, all my reference points just vanished. Like none of them are valid anymore. You know, cause like what, like what that is, is like you are what you do, right? So it's like if you're not doing the things you think you should be doing, you could kind of lose your self-conceived identity. Yeah, yeah. You you lose yourself, your sense of self. It's like, who who am I w- without this in the absence of that? Yeah. That's also how I became Trey after death. It's like, who am I in the absence of all these other things that I used to pin my identity on? A lot of that was like like with the car accident, it was like, okay, I had my my physical stature that was closely associated with my identity. It was also closely associated with my abilities because, you know, when I looked in the mirror, I could say, okay, you did that because you didn't look like that when you started. And this proves that you're consistent. It proves that you're disciplined. It proves that you have all the potential in the world, blah, 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 blah. So there's that dynamic. And then there's like my position uh, within my social group, which like, okay, I was the guy that everybody was leaning to for support. Like right. I, I was the call. I was a call that was made when you didn't know who else to call. You didn't know what else to do. Like I was that person. And then I was also the person that was, that was going to the league. Somebody that was about to do, do things that, um, you know, you, you tell kids in school, like, Hey, if you, if you stay in school, don't do drugs, you can be like this guy. Like I was about to do one of those things too. And I've, and I, I had, I had done similar things in the past. So after the accident, like the, the script just flipped. And now I'm the guy who's calling for assistance. Now I'm the guy that uh, needed help to get in the shower. I needed help to make my breakfast, needed help to get dressed. And I couldn't be that that symbol of of, of strength and power that, that I thought I was before. So it's like not not only physically but like mentally you had a you had to pick up the pieces and like reforge that was, a, a new identity. That was the third death. I experienced two deaths during the accident and then one came uh you know months to a year later. 
And that was just letting, like finally being able to let go of the things that I had lost without losing myself. Like, like, okay. Yes, you did all those things, but those things aren't you. They defined your past, but they don't define your present and they don't define your future. So it's like, it's like things only define you up to a point and how much you let them. It's like with each and every passing moment, you're defining yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you, if you were, if you were world famous, you're at the top of the charts and suddenly you, you lose all your fans and all your followers, but you built your life around having all of those things. It's like, okay, who am I now? I have nothing. But, bro, you still have $50 million in the bank, still got a beautiful family, beautiful um, house, still got several businesses going on. You have all these good things going for you. But it's like, yeah, but I lost the thing that, that, was, that was most important to me at that time. And th- this is how um, even, even quote-unquote successful people can spin into spirals of, dis- of depression and, and, and even suicide. Because they run into these little identity crises or crises, I think that's the word, right? Crises? I think it's crises. I think crises is more than one crisis. Like how cactus becomes cacti? Does it? Becomes crisis? Hold on, cactus becomes cacti? Yeah, cacti. Huh. Does octopus become octopi? I think so. But moose is moose singular and the plural one time i convinced this girl that it, that it was meese <laughs> <laughs> you did not i did i did <laughs> and i broke it down so smooth I'm like of course it's meese like okay what's more than one goose geese right okay all right more than one moose is meese and she's like oh man i feel so stupid <laughs> So like days later, she's she's like sitting at the kitchen table. She's Italian, so the whole family's at the table. And days later, she's sitting there having a conversation with her sister about, um, you know, going up to to, to New York to see all the meese. Okay, because my next question was going to be is like you guys are talking about moose a lot. Like, <laughs> she brought it up. I guess it's a topic of conversation for them at that time. But yeah, she she was talking about you know taking this trip and going up north to see all these meese. Yeah. <laughs> now the only saving grace for her was that um, her sister was dumber than she was. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so yo, I don't know what kind of silver lining that is. <laughs> because her so her sister tried to tried to basically shame her, like put her on blast, right? At the family dinner. And she's like, oh, my God, are you serious? Meese? <laughs> so everybody's laughing. And and then my friend, she's like, okay, well, if it's not meese, then what is it? Her sister's like, mooses, duh. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> it could have been, it could have hit so much harder if she, if she knew what what the plural of moose actually was, but nope, she's in the same boat. 
Yo, that's actually the first thing that comes up on uh on Google. Well, it's it's from Yahoo, the first search. Despite what a certain honking bird whose singular form rhymes with that of moose might suggest, the plural of moose is not meese. It's just moose. One moose, three moose, a herd of moose. While you at it, look up the plural of fish. And this is just for the folks at home. I feel like America needs to notice. Especially Miami. Uh, fish and fishes are interchangeable. Since when? All the life just left my body. <laughs> this is what we're doing now? <laughs> we're... I guess it's not my night to shine. Well, I mean, yo, just just the fact that you got that girl to say me says so pretty funny. Yeah, highlight of my life. I right, so I, I, I ask me ask me about my changes. Well, I seen one of them. You got the. Are you, are you you like it? I do like it. I like it on you. I'm trying something new. You know, I, I haven't shown my chin in about a decade. How does it make you feel? It was weird at first, but now now I'm pretty used to it. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm give it a chance, and I, I want to let the, I I really want to let it grow out. You know what I'm saying? Get a, give it some identity. It's kind it's kind it's still kind of thin right now. Yeah, but it's it's getting there. Like the framework is there. Like that thing is gonna be a monster. You know what they start calling me at work? What? Big techs. Oh, okay. I mean that's that's the best they could come up with. And yeah, pretty much pretty much every other day I hear porn star or super trooper references about it. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Those are solid. Like I I feel like on most people that that type of mustache, like what is that called, anyways? Handlebar, or and there's different variations of it. Right, right. So handlebars are typically like more on the rapier side than 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 they are with you. Like you're one of the few people that works. I, for I feel like just like it, it's like just the mustache is like the rapey one, but I feel like handlebars are like. Really like biker type associated like if, like if you're watching something that's like it's gonna be like a biker type character that they're gonna have like rocking the handlebar. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, comes to mind. Yeah, you're right. All right, but I, I, I ask me about my changes. Tell me about your changes, bro. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. <sighs> There he is. <laughs> there he is. That's the guy I've been avoiding for the last, the last I, I, month. I was listening. I was I heard that in the car the other day. It stuck in my head. It's a good song. Yeah. You but, seen you seen the uh, the the Diddy documentary? No, like I mean, I saw that he got honored with like a lifetime achievement award at the BET Awards or something. But he had, he had a documentary come out? 
on Netflix. You know, I still haven't even watched uh, Kanye's documentary. I didn't know you had one. Yeah, it was like a couple months ago. You remember, I don't know if you remember, like everyone was talking about it because it had all this old footage. Mm-mm. And then apparently, from what I've heard, it was edited really good where like, you know, because he, he's been consistent in like saying what he's been saying for a long time, like, just you know, bigging himself up. He has, but like he was saying things and, you know, they got on camera who the, the guy that was around filming him back then. And this is like even before college dropout became, you know, dropped. And he was saying like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this. And then, and you know, this is from what I heard. And then that's shown like side by side with, oh, he did do this. He did become this. So I don't know. I heard really good things about it. I just haven't had the time to watch it lately. Now that I know about it, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on my calendar. I got to check it out. I'm I'm actually a, a, a Kanye fan. Like not not as just an artist, but like as a person, like I'm not one of the, the people that's out here like, yo, this dude is wilding. I don't, dude, I, don't I, I don't think he is. I've always liked him, and if you just take the chance uh, to listen to him, is I mean honestly, I never really understood it. I mean, like even way back when uh, he was getting mad, hey, like you remember when he was wearing the 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 shutter glasses, mm-hmm. and Bro, like this guy, like I, I, I never understood the hate. Me neither. Like I get it, I get it when he first came out, but after he changed the way that we dress, like I would have shut up after that. I mean, I want to say like several times, several times, several times. He's this dude is a mover and shaker. He's changed the culture several times by doing stuff that is otherwise weird, but because he did it. Everyone else is going along with it. And now who's the weirdo? The haters. But they return perennially every season with something to say about Kanye. And I think Kanye is just, he's he's usually just misunderstood. Yeah, for sure. Because, and this is my personal opinion, I think Kanye's a genius. I think he's he's a genius level thinker and that makes him a genius level talker. Yo, like I want to say respectfully, I I feel like he might be on on the spectrum socially, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Um which which seems to be like a, a common thing with uh people with a high intellect. Well, it's like it's like a, a, a created player, right? Like, like you're creating your character in the game, and if you turn up the knob on, in like one area, it's gonna turn down something else. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So if if you like, maybe if you have like really high, um, IQ for your character, it's like being super innovative and adhering to social norms don't always go hand to hand. No, they don't. And you have to you have to have some type of appetite for the disrespect of social norms in order to to break the mold anyways. Like that's what thinking outside the box is. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with something that doesn't exist yet. I'm gonna say something that's not been normalized yet and watch 
I'm going to see it before everybody else sees it. And I think that's how he is. The same way people people used to, uh, they used to rag on Nikola Tesla. Because that, yeah, yeah. that guy was a weirdo. But you can't be that innovative and not be not be weird at all. Like they they do the same stuff with Elon. Who I think he's on the spectrum, isn't he? Yeah, yeah or I I think he said he has Aspergers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that's like super low end. Um. But yeah, people have personal criticisms to make. And um, uh, yo, so I when when I when I edit the videos for. Like uh, do well not edit, but when I get clips out for like Instagram and TikTok, you know I gotta, I'm like 20 episodes behind. So, uh, when I when I, you know, to do it, I you know inadvertently like I have to watch the whole thing. So I just watched the episode from a few months ago, right after, uh, the Grammys, mm-hmm. and um, I really like the episode name I came up with. I called it Smackavelli. I remember, and you know. To to toot my own horn, dude. Like Jada, Pac, Slap, Smackavelli. It aged really well. I'm 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 proud of myself for that one, Smackavelli. But um, so I just watched this, and I want to see what you think about this. So this is something I said. Um, when he when Will Smith did the acceptance speech, right, mm-hmm. and he's like. You know, like he he said he he did out of love. You know what I'm saying? Like he acted emotional, whatever. It was out of love. And then afterwards, it got a lot of just for like I, I saw people and and like celebrities too, uh justifying it to some degree. That was like, oh, like, you know, if it was my woman, this you know, this on third, like if someone disrespected my woman. Mm-hmm. And I seen that, and I was like, and I noticed two like specific people that had just got finished, um, not bashing but like scolding Kanye because this is when like the the Kanye P. Davidson thing was kind of peaking on the internet, more or less around that time. And I saw like a double standard when. It was like people when like this is after he had made uh, uh, my life was never easy. You remember the the music video, mm-hmm. and people were really upset with this. Uh, um, uh, what they call it is like it's basically like uh, it, it's like um, I, I didn't want to say it was threatening, but it was like you know like it's this like depiction of of, of violence. You know what I'm saying? And then Will Smith actually commits actual violence. And he didn't get that same type of backlash, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. like, Kanye was getting so much shit just because of, like, the possibility, you know, the portrayal of mm-hmm. violence. But then actual violence and, like, both acts are, like, you know, they're supposedly, like, out of love, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just saw, like, a huge double standard there. Because... Like, you know, like if if you just took away like Kanye and Will Smith and just looked at, you know, the black and white, uh, black and white sounds weird, makes it sound racial, but like, <laughs> but like words on like a paper, you know what I'm saying? I feel like people would have completely different reactions. Like they just see Kanye 
And like it was Ice Cube, then it was Eminem, and Kanye's they, he's the one they love to hate. I don't know if I see it as a double standard though. Cause to be a double standard, it has to be like apples to apples. And it's it's not an apples to apples comparison. Right now we're talking about an apple and the, the a banana. So you got Will, who is never controversial, who's always inspiring, always doing and saying, quote unquote, the right things. And then you got Kanye, who's always rocking the boat. Okay, okay. And, I, I see what you're saying. And always giving people a chance to, to miss to to mischaracterize him or or even characterize him correctly in a negative light like maybe will has all the same demons that kanye does but he never puts them out there right or there's a vicious cover-up going on but either way it's not part of his narrative it's not part of his story so i think i think we're more apt to give him a pass i think people in general are more apt to give him a pass than than they would give uh Kanye and everything, everything is contextual. Like you can't look at people in a bubble. Like, you know how many times I've heard, uh, people cheer for, and this is like something that's been trending, like during like graduation ceremonies, somebody in like a red state or a red area will drop a quote during, during their graduation speech okay. and, they, and they'll attribute it to a certain politician. Let's just say Donald Trump, for example. And the crowd goes wild. Everybody starts cheering. And then at the end, the guy's like, oh, just kidding. That was actually a Barack Obama quote. Then suddenly people (laughs) go, it's the same thing. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. Yeah, we we don't want it to be a part of our hero's story, so we'll we'll come up with justifications for it. Yeah, that that is called that's one of the fallacies of logic, if I believe. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the name of it. It's some type of bias, though. That's like just because this person said it, it can't be true. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. You looking it up now? See, si, senor. My guy. I don't fight. I don't argue. I Google. Yeah, these fucking suggestions. There's a lot of different fucking fallacies. There's a lot of fallacies. And I think the one that we're talking about could be one of two different fallacies. There's like a cognitive bias that's. Oh, I, oh, okay. It looks like there's three logical fallacies. Cause I was looking up four, and like as I typed in like four fal, it was like four fallen angels. I was like, oh, I have to look that one up later. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, this is like a whole. Uh, Essay. Yeah, this is literally Plato.Stanford.edu. Damn, I just wanted the fucking three names. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, 
It's not even. The epistemic approach to fallacies. The nature of fallacies. The core fallacies. Oh, here we go. The fallacy of equivocation is an argument which exploits the ambiguity of a term or phrase which has occurred at least twice in an argument such that on the first occurrence it has one meaning and on the second another meaning. Bro, that's a whole different fallacy. A familiar example is the end of life is death. Happiness is the end of life. So death is happiness. Yo, that's very metal. It is. It's also very warped. The fallacy of amphiboly is like the fallacy of equivocation, a fallacy of ambiguity. But here the ambiguity is due to indeterminate syntactic structure. In the argument, the police were told to stop drinking on campus after midnight. So now they're able to respond to emergencies much better than before. Okay. I, I I think I got lost on that one. Wait. Wait, the fallacies of composition and division, the fallacy of begging the question, the fallacy known as complex question or many question. There are a number of fallacies associated with causation. The fallacy of ignoratio elenchi or irrelevant conclusion. The ad vericundium fallacy, the fallacy of ad populum. I feel like I gotta help you out on this. I gotta stop yeah, I, bro, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I got kind of lost in the sauce there. I, mean, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot what I was even looking for. That, that was a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I sloped down the slip. I slipped down the slope. And you know what was, what was at the bottom of that slippery slope? More slippery slopes. It it was like a, it was like an oily skate park. <sighs> but, quite um, quite the visual there. <laughs> Just bloopers all around. <laughs> um, you watching any shows lately? Stranger Things. Did you finish it? I did. Stranger Things is a pop culture phenomenon. I agree. It it's uh it's so layered. Uh phenomenal character development. Here's what I'll say about the new season. Vecna slash Henry slash one is at best a C tier villain. In terms of power or like character development? character development agreed and i i feel like i feel like they fumbled his origin story me too i feel like he he should have been the the continued evolution of the mind flayer that's what i that's what i wanted him to be well it's like the thing i, I think he i think he's the one behind the mind flayer like the mind flare was an extension of him, but I'm talking about him as a kid. Oh, I don't know anything about Vecna as a kid. They didn't. They didn't go into that, did they? Wait, did you watch the part two as well? The last. Oh shit! Part two is out. See, si, senor. 
no, I only finished part one. Yeah, there's so the two episodes, one's like an hour and a half and one's like two hours long. So I know in part one they did explore his origin just a little bit. Um, that, that, that sounds mad kinky. I don't want I don't want to just uh, spoil it for you. I I, th- I think it it might be in the uh, penultimate episode that they get into it. Have you ever had your origins explored? <laughs> yo, son. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, son. <laughs> Joe Byron. <laughs> Have you ever had your origins explored? <laughs> oh, holy fucking shit. I was trying to look up Stranger Things and there's a fucking Stranger Things game on here. I fucking forgot Netflix just added games. About to play that shit. It looks fun. Fine. Um, I didn't know Netflix added games. Yeah, they got games now. It's genius. What platform? Netflix. I got. No, like, I mean, like, like you, you need like a console, or you could just play it on your phone. I think you play it on your phone. It's only on your phone. I think so. Or, you know what? I don't know. I that no that would be a missed opportunity, Netflix. But I'm sure they already got something rolling out for the home screens. Uh, yeah, I want to say. If you haven't watched part two, yeah, I, I, I don't think they did like the deep dive yet. They just kind of. I think they might have put all the pieces there. I remember. Yo, so you you remember they, they went to go see... Oh, no, so you've seen... Oh, so you, you've seen the flashback where 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 Henry was the orderly, right? And she was... she He was helping... He was uh, convincing... Oh yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so he he he's he's the one that gave her the card key so she could go escape. And and then yeah, and and then, and, then, yeah. and, then, and then he killed. He went upstairs and killed everybody, and she stopped him, and that's what opened. And she's the one that sent him to the upside down initially. So the whole time it's just been him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, at, 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 yeah. At the at the very end, they get into it. Well, I, I think they get into it even more. But but they they've already shown you he's Victor Creel's son. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. Oh, uh, but yeah, like they didn't. Like it's so the thing is like he like they they didn't sell him as a. As a compelling villain, villain like you know, like he's a he's a essentially just a a cut kind of, like he's just a fucking he's a hurt kid. No, he's not. Nothing happened to him as a kid though. He's just like a oh, born a, psychopath, and apparently he was born with the mental powers. Huh. Like off the bat, it, it's just it's just like it's just like the his origin is just uh, like who he is. It's just very, very bland to me. It's and then and then he was saying something, um, you know, cause like so like essentially his father, so he killed his mother and sister, right? He did the shit. He left him in the air, popped the eyes out, break the bones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason he did that, and it's like, it's just like the explanation, like the initial 
explanation for like why he even started doing shit like that it just it was it was very lacking like he had he had no rhyme or reason so he's just uh you know fucked in the head he wants he was like yeah i found he found like a nest of, of black widows in the new house yeah. and he's like this is a predator human beings are a plague i want to be a predator so i'm gonna practice i'm gonna fucking kill all the fucking animals in the neighborhood i'm gonna practice and then he was like, he had this agenda against his parents. And he's like, my stupid, naive father. Like, bro, like, he's, like, it's one of those things where it's like, like, his father and mother never did anything. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, his whole, like, it's, you know, it's like, it's like part of, part of like, someone like Danos is like, you know, why is he so driven? You know, because this overpopulation thing happened on his planet, right? You know, like his, his, uh, his, his motivations and shit are like fully fleshed out. He makes sense from front to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a, as a, his character makes sense from front to back. This is like, okay, like this guy is evil and he's like so evil. <laughs> and he puts in so much time and energy to being evil, but it like it's like why, why is he being so evil? And they they didn't really give me that because you know like this the previous seasons with this like otherworldly shit, and then the government shit you know like this these fucking like. Uh, the Demogorgons and the Mind Flayer, they got their otherworldly beings, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're doing shit. But then as soon as you, you know, like, like this, the 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 Henry Vecna, like, I don't, I couldn't give two fucks about him. Yeah, he's, he's not, he's not a very compelling character. Like, even, even in the first half, like, and before seeing part two, I, I'm going to just say this. It sounds like they're leaving, maybe they didn't do it on purpose, but it, it looks like an opportunity to me. It looks like an opportunity to have a whole spinoff series. Because, like, how far are they going to go with Stranger Things? This is season four. Yeah, like, season five is supposed to be the last season. and uh, But apparently there's going to be a, a spinoff in a direction that you would never guess okay, afterwards. So, so, so it's not going to be Vecna. Because I was thinking with, with the whole Vecna thing, you would they could do, like, um, you remember Better Call Saul? Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, whole whole different book. But it's it's like I, I remember I remember reading an interview and it's like it's gonna be a spinoff like in the sense of like world building. Like I don't know if it's gonna be like one of the core characters. Like it could be, but it'll be like in that universe. Apparently the kid that pl- that plays Mike uh guessed what it was, but they were like, other than him, no one has any idea, not even the executives. Stay tuned, kids. Like the thing with Vecna though, and his, and here's the thing: they didn't. It's like there's there's supposed to be some catalyst, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like he found the the black widow spiders, and then he just let it crawl on him. You know what I'm saying? But to me, like, there's no rhyme or reason, like why the black widow just didn't bite him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, but I mean, he definitely did have an obsession with them. And, 
it did like yo they so they showed the upside down when Vecna first got there. It looked nothing like it like it looks now. It it was like gold instead of red. And so basically he's he's the one that's like twisted and warped this place. But um like I guess like the, the thing with spiders was to show like why like these monstrosity like the mind flayers been coming through because mm-hmm. like this is his he has this predatorial obsession, so that's why he's been sending these like super predators through the thing, and then it's like it's like it's like the how makes sense like they did a I think they did a good job of that yeah but it's the did. why for Vecna. He he's he's he almost sounds like a Boruto character. Like like I would say like this like you know. He's not Darth Vader tier. He's uh, what what's the fucking guy's name? The um, the the Ben Solo, his Darth name. Um, well what whatever the fuck it was he like he's more like him you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just doesn't make sense to be doing what you're doing, bro. Yeah, it's like, 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 bro, it's, like bro. it's more like you need your ass whooped. Like that's what you need. Yeah, that would have changed this whole story. But because you ain't get your ass whooped, now we got, now we got six seasons of bullshit. But it's like aside, and you know, I I do tend to like, uh, it's like okay, like this is something I I found, you know, wrong, or incomplete, and I do tend to like, uh, kind of point it out in a drawn way. But like, I, I do want to say, a phenomenal season, phenomenal show. Um, it's it, one of my favorites. Really well done. Well, it's like truly a pop culture phenomenon, and the whole. And so, bro, so the Duffer Brothers clearly love uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and you know, there's also been like a huge. Uh, resurgence i don't want to say resurgence up uptick ever since stranger things mm-hmm. came out more and more people have been into dungeons and dragons um the whole mythology has always been super cool and felt super new and super fresh with the upside down and dude the characters every every season they add the bro the fucking and you know the the initial pairings you know you got the kids and then you had nancy and harrington and then it kind of switches up. Now, like, Nancy and Jonathan together. Harrington's always, like, with the kids. And then, you know, you got Robin in the mix. And now you got Erica, uh, Lucas's sister. Uh, yo, the cast has, like, such amazing chemistry. They do. And, um, bro, fucking uh, Hopper and uh, Winona Ryder. They do anything. It's like, it's like, um... Uh, that was something I liked about Game of Thrones is you have this action hap- happening simultaneously uh, in different places, but it's all it's all moving forward, right? And when Game of Thrones was doing that well, like they were they were they were killing it, you know what I'm saying? Obviously everyone knows they they fumbled, they uh they they didn't stick the landing, which is something the Duffer brothers were like Season five, that's all we want to do is we want to stick the landing. So they know season four is weird. 
No, no, no. Season four is good. Like they're saying, like we don't want this to be one of those shows where it's like, okay, it's going on. Like, where's the direction? What they trying to do? They're like, season five, we want to stick the landing. Like, like they're like clearly they like wanna, they want to put a bow on it. Yeah, that's like no one wants to be the next Game of Thrones that fucking uh, fumbled the ball at the <laughs> one yard line. Isn't that so crazy that, like, you could do something so amazing and be remembered for the whack ending? Kind of such a bad light just over the years of great TV. Like, it it was in its own category. There's nothing, nothing that's anything like Game of Thrones. Nothing that well done, that well produced. Uh, I don't know about you. Like when you're watching Stranger Things, um, do you laugh a lot? No, but I am now into '80s music. <laughs> Dude, Dustin cracks me up. He's funny. Uh, Steve cracks me up. Uh, Murray cracks me up. Oh, bro, let me tell you. Want to know? You want to know what's worse than a Karen? And Angela, I'm so glad they they let uh, Millie Bobby Brown hit that bitch in the face with a roller skate. She deserved it, <laughs> and Millie deserved the opportunity to do it. Yo, I'm so glad. I'm so glad, bro. That bitch. That bitch. Angela is the fucking worst. She's like Joffrey, and she did that, and she became that in like four episodes. If Yo, um, I I I I, uh, I want to get back to that in a second, but the other one uh, was Yuri, that fucking two timing scumbag. He was a piece of shit. But they they were actually and um, it it was the way they did it. It's not that they redeemed him, but. Even a scumbag character like Yuri, they were able to to flesh out his character some more. They did it more in part two. Oh shit! You haven't. I don't. I, don't, I want to say, it. but yo, he 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 had he had some. It doesn't change what he did, but now you kind of see him. He makes sense as now. he is. Like he was, he's casting a certain light, and deservedly so. But now I see the whole picture. I see all of Yuri. And yo, they they they're able to uh, do so many great things, like with so many characters. It's not like uneven character development. And like you know, like the you know Dustin, Mike, uh, and Lucas, like going into high school. Yeah, the the fact that they're all growing up together, and you're watching the cast grow up, like that plays a big factor too. And I think that's something else that. Game of Thrones did. And yo, I I can personally relate to that to your friend group going into high school. And dude, like when I was in middle school, I I was I was going to uh to like versus tournaments and like Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Like like the versus cards were like the Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. And then and then like high school, uh like I didn't, you know, like I I don't I don't want like girls or like anyone to know that I was doing that, you know what I'm saying? And I, I kind of, I, I was like a class clown, and I inadvertently kind of fell in, uh, 
like with some like I was still like lower tier, but I, I kind of like fell in with some of the jocks and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I was on my class clown shit. And um, yo, like that that like that's like very real. Like for going from high school to middle school and friend and friend groups, kind of uh, they 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 evolve. And yo, cause like I watch shows like Miss Marvel. Sorry to cut you off. Like Miss Marvel and like other shows, and like I see a lot of like coming of age shows that are so fucking annoying because the high school scenes are like caricatures. Mm-hmm. But the way it's especially with bullying, you know what I'm saying? Like in the in the in the Spider Man movies, you know, even though the MCU Spider Man is great and all that. But dude, like those interact interactions with like Flash Thompson and shit are like super fucking cringe, bro. That's like that motherfucker's not funny. Like the shit he be saying, he be the one getting made fun of in real life. But this shit, the the and the way the way they do the bullying is like it's, it's very real. And like and like and like that's how it be happening. That is how it be happening. And and I used to be one of those kids too. I was I was I was a geek. I was a nerd. So, like, I, I had this, like, this internal struggle, like, trying to be accepted, but also, like, not trying to, try, trying to leave my day once. And um, I tried my best. So, like, I, I, I just really, I feel Lucas. I'm not saying he's a real one by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel I understand what he's going through and how he got there. And I also think it's interesting that they did that with the black kid. And the show wasn't really focused around race. Like it didn't really come up in the show at all, which, which I think is excellent. They did a good job of that. And it didn't look like they were, they were doing it on purpose either. They just, they just did it smooth. Like. I I feel like it's one of those things where. The way they've done things, like it's so fucking smooth that that they don't have to uh that they don't have to um be like, hey, hey, like this is this, this is this. It's right, right. It's like it's, when you when you do it right, like that's how it's supposed to be. You shouldn't have to tell people what you're doing. They should just look and see it. And it's like, um, yo, like I, I when I was uh when I was coming off my trip a couple weeks ago and and I was in the park uh with my boy uh Are you were tripping? Smoking a doink. Like like post trip, like at the um fumes, like and um I was feeling like fucking Lord of the Rings in the park and I was like and You were just on mushrooms, right? Yeah. But this is like it was it was like I was almost done, you know what I'm saying? I already peaked like a while ago. Um but I was like, bro, I, I felt like Lord of the Rings, right? And I was like, yo, this is like life imitating art. But then art imitates life. But then life imitating art. But then art imitating life is like an endless vicious cycle. It never stops. <laughs> I had a moment like that the last time I tripped. Which, by the way, is only the second time I've tripped. What? Yeah, I be having. I, my first experience was so profound, it it just seemed like something I had been doing my whole life. I, I I tripped again, like three and a half grams. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, like it, it wasn't like I thought it was a heroic dose, but it wasn't a heroic dose. Like I probably should have doubled it to 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 get what I was looking for from it. 
but I still got plenty from the experience. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it after the pod. But quick question though. How do you feel about this whole UFO thing? Uh, I'm feeling type of way about it. You just like, whatever is just another day in the news. Yeah, like, I know, like, Joe Rogan's, like, real big on it, but until, like, I mean, I don't even know how to feel about it. Like, until, like, how how could I substantiate uh, an opinion on something that I still haven't, like, if there was some, something, something that breaks as, like, really revelatory, then I could maybe start to know how I even, like, feel about this. I mean, I don't, I don't feel no type of way about it. I feel and, like, and it like is I, don't, I don't even I don't even know what direction I should be leaning in, to be honest with you. See, I feel part of that, and I think that's really just coming from my distrust of government. But beyond that, like the fact that they're like disclosing this stuff now means that they themselves are in a different place. And that's what I find most interesting. Yeah, I, I I I concur. That's like okay. If this is what the public is now, if this is what's being made public, then like the real, you know, before like what was you know the UFO shit was like on lock, and like this is how much more this is what they were letting us know, but now it's like if the UFO shit is what they're like letting us know, then like the juicy stuff is like even farther you know what i'm saying if that's the fringe right right and i feel like this means one of two things thing number one they're on some major bullshit right now they're up to some major major bullshit and they 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 gotta throw Uh, up a false flag false flag yeah that's what i'm trying to think of or number two shit's about to spin out of control they're not conf- they're not confident that they can keep it under wraps, so they need to say get, something. Get out in front of it. Yeah, they're trying their best to get out in front of it, but it's been here for a thousand years. But whatever, <laughs> trying their best to get out in front of it. <laughs> so I'm I'm waiting for that next thing. I'm waiting for the monumentous bullshit or the monumentous revelation that the aliens are here and they're talking to us directly instead of through the government. Like that's going to be weird. In a good way though. In a good way. Yeah. Why not? On a large scale with human beings, it's never in a good way, but it's not with human beings. It's it's somebody else now. <laughs> yeah. It, it will be somebody else. And I feel like only good things can come of it. Like, how does that, how does that go bad? Because if, if they're legit, if they're really out there and they are what we think what they are, and they're so far beyond our capabilities that, number one, if we wanted to, to, to use this moment to destroy ourselves, they wouldn't let it happen. They wouldn't let it go down. And, um, Number two, I don't think we have anything to fear from them. 
Because anything they wanted to do to us, they could have did it a long time ago. Never underestimate humanity's ability to react in the worst possible way to something. I don't. I don't underestimate our ability. I underestimate our capability. To what? Capability of what? Of actually executing the response that's going to get us fucked up. Like, let's say we decide that, okay, we got to see, see, like we want to, we want to restrict our airspace now. Right. <laughs> right. Perfect. We want to restrict our airspace. Right. And tell the aliens they can't come back. Can we actually do that? Do we have the capability to do that? No, we can barely get these motherfuckers on camera. And light travels at the speed of light. So when it comes to like weapons or or, or fighting back or whatever, I feel like they will come down, press the pause button and make everybody sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. We're going to have a conversation. Right off the bat, mass suicides is going to become... They need to go. A Democrat. (laughs) They need to go. Bring it on. They're not built for the next stage of our evolution. Know your fucking place, trash. (laughs) I support freedom. You want to bounce? Bounce. Uh, If you're ever feeling suicidal, please call the National Suicide Hotline. I don't care yourself. We love you. You're the best. I love you. Word. We do, though. We do love you. So, for real, hit the hit the hotline. Or slide in the DMs, you know, whatever. Yeah, do that. Or leave a comment, subscribe. And make sure you hit that like button. But, yeah, Stranger Things, uh... Yeah, the 80s pop music. Uh, do you remember that moment from uh, season three when to uh, to get Susie to give him the Planck equation, which was the uh, the code to open the safe to get the keys to turn off the machine? And Dustin had to sing the song with Susie. I do remember that scene. Over the radio. And then they're in the car driving and the mind flares behind them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh bro, Stranger Things is just chock full of uh payoff moments like that. It is. It's a good show. Like I, I I'm a I'm gonna put my kids on it. And um, it's one of those. Yeah. It's uh it's it's like such a good watch for so many reasons. Yeah, and it's rare to find that in something that's that's basically fit for families. Like, it's not even an all-the-way-grown show or an all-the-way-kid show. It's like, it's got mass appeal. And uh, one, one of the things I really like that they're doing, especially in this uh, new season, is they showed the ridiculousness of the hysteria. And, like, and like obviously, this is, uh, this is something that already happened. But it's really a parallel, you know, for shit that 
you know, I see people that were upset with it because they drew the parallels to today. But uh, the hysteria behind, like, oh, and, and it's, it's pointed at the Dungeons and Dragons. And, oh, this is Satanism. You know what I'm saying? And the hysteria that follows. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a cult. And it reminded me of something I just saw a few weeks ago after uh, the fucking the horrible um, shooting uh, in Buffalo. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The the cold-blooded murder, the guy with his fucking... Um, uh, at, at the grocery store. Yeah, white population manifesto who live-streamed the thing. And to to the point that he even he ran up on a oh there was a I, I don't know I think it was a dude a white dude in the checkout line saying that he was white said oh my bad the guy's fucking scared for his life falling down all over himself and fucking moved on he like, apologized it, yeah. yeah yeah and then uh. I want to say Ted Cruz, it might have been someone else. It might have been both of them. Someone on Fox News is uh, blaming video games. Like, literally blaming that shooting on video games. Like, they tried that shit in the 60s. They tried it in the 90s. And they're recycling that same shit again. And, And this is... And it's like, bro, like, especially in 2022, like, these motherfuckers that say the shit about weed, it's like, at this point, especially with video games, there's so many uh, studies that show just a myriad of benefits. Social, motor skills, what have you. And no fucking correlation uh, between... um. Like, motherfuckers are not playing Grand Theft Auto and then... And then stealing cars. And then because of that, they don't fucking uh, walk out on the street and fucking uh, grab someone out the car and try to drive off and get their star count up. It's like, it's it's so fucking ridiculous when... But it's like I don't I don't like I don't know how they say this shit with a straight face. It's like they it's like bro, bro like these people people in like powerful positions. Like you can't be that stupid. I think you that's, can be. That's like I, I feel like they gotta they gotta they gotta know what the agenda is. I don't, I don't know how you can say this shit with a straight face though. Like that because you're a professional liar, or you're a professional bullshitter at least. And and half the time you probably believe the shit you're saying. Oh, that um, that reminds. Oh, yo, do you, yo, you you watch the you watch the Boondocks? I did watch the Boondocks. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't like um, like a religious fan. Like I wasn't wa- watching every single episode, but I seen I seen most of it. Yo, uh, yo, I, I remember when um, when like the the inc- the, inc- the incident happened in the Boondocks, and then it was like their version of um. Uh, who, who who's the who's the Reverend um, Al Sharpton? Yeah, Al Sharpton, or maybe it was Al Sharpton, or or the uh the version of him. I don't know. And it it was basically like him and like the like the lady of Fox that's like on the opposite stance. I know it, what you're talking about. It like depicted them as like 
neither of them give a shit. It, you know, I'm not, I don't know. But I feel like that that description is like very apt. It's, so it's, it's like a lot of it is is like is a is a is a is a, is a fucking show. It's that's a hundred percent what politics is. It's a show. It's just like it's like fuck the news, fuck being real. Like let, we're gonna create the dialogue, control the narrative. Contro- yeah, that's it. Control the narrative. Yeah, and I remember coming up like I used to hear people talking about controlling like. Oh, the media is trying to control the narrative. These politicians are running politics. <laughs> politics. Yeah, it, it, it sounded it sounded like some some old some old boogeyman shit to me. I'm like, okay, r- relax, Dad. But now that I'm now that I'm like able to contextualize it, it makes all the sense in the world. It's like something I've been saying since uh, the toilet paper shortage is that the news has become like a self fulfilling prophecy. It's like before they said there's a toilet paper shortage. It's like that that caused a toilet paper shortage because then people said, oh, my God, I have to go buy toilet paper. And now there's a toilet paper shortage. The news is an example of life imitating art. Only difference is we don't know that it's art. I feel like it's, 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 it's like it's, it's, it's not that as opposed to being like, a, a a beautiful circle. It's a uh, more corruptive and corrosive. I think so too. Uh, it's it's not it's not what it's supposed to be. That's for sure. Like it's supposed to empower people. It's supposed to give us more freedom, more flexibility, better decisions. But like the whole. The whole news ecosystem has been warped to become something else. And it doesn't really serve the people anymore. It just serves the people that are in power. And that's not some conspiracy shit. Like it's just that's just literally like how it is. Like it's it's any business is designed to stay in business. Yo, speaking of the news, <laughs> to me, like one of the low-key funniest characters on Stranger Things is uh Mr. Wheeler, Mike and Nancy's dad. Oh, he is. He's legit funny. He's legit funny. I've I've met that dude. I've met that dude several times over that, the course the of actor? my life. Who he's acting like? Oh, okay. Oh, I got, he you. I got you. I met that person several times over the course of my life. They dominated my childhood. And to see him on Stranger Things, just getting clowned the way that he's being clowned, it, it's like it feels good. <laughs> He's so passive and and laid back and out of touch. <laughs> He's like the average news consumer. Yeah, I would say the one relationship that hasn't really been aptly explored on Stranger Things, I'm not even saying it, it needs to, is because uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I think this is the first season that we saw all – the parent groups, uh, minus uh, Winona Ryder, uh, since she's in Russia, uh, together. But the Sinclairs, uh, whatever Dustin's, I don't know Dustin's last name, and the Wheelers. Oh, or maybe you haven't seen them together. Maybe that happens. No, no, no. It's, it's part one because uh, of that incident with the police. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it brought all the parents together. 
I, I, I did find that kind of interesting, their different reactions to the situation. I just remember the Wheeler's reaction. That's the one that stood out the most to me, but all the other ones were just like, okay, typical parent stuff. Yeah, like 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 Dustin's mom was pretty hysterical. She, but she she's a while out. She's she's been wilding out since. <laughs> since Dusty, out. <laughs> yeah, they they got a weird weird dynamic going on. So I expect her to be weird in every situation. She's weird. <laughs> she's weird in regular situations. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man, bro, I'm not gonna lie. The last two episodes, bro, like you're you're you're, you're in for a tree. It's like some wild shit's about to go down. I'm excited. So while I was waiting for part two to come out, I started watching Westworld. Yo, H- Hiram preaches Westworld. I still haven't uh, watched it. Fam, I watched it when it first came out, but it's it's so loaded with information and and layers and stuff like. That stuff can wear me out, so like, I needed to take a break. Oh, like, gotcha, I, gotcha. I can't, I can't binge watch stuff. And um, I made it to like episode nine. Now I made it. I made it to the last episode of season one. And at the end of the episode, I was like, "How could I not continue watching?" And even even at the, at, at the beginning of the season, I'm like, "Yo, this is too good. How can anybody not consume this? This deserves to be consumed." But when I turned it back on today, I see there's like four or five seasons of it that 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 got dropped since I first watched that first season, and I never really made it into season two. So it's like so now, like now, you can take a big juicy bite of it. Like there's a there's a lot there. Yeah, when I find the time. But uh, I'm, hey, I'm excited about it. You you got to start watching it too. You ever watch Aquatine Hunger Force? I did. the The fries were funny. Uh, Frylock, was that his name? Yeah, he was funny. Dude, I I could watch that show all day. It never gets old to me. I've never seen it since I started consuming marijuana, so I think that's gonna be an interesting I, thing to rewatch. That show is so irreverent, and I fucking love it. You know the only reason it's called Aqua Teen Hunger Force is because the the in the pitch to Cartoon Network, it was uh, they were a team that was supposed to solve mysteries. Because uh, Cartoon Network uh, wanted to accept a show just about uh, 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 some sentient food that does nothing, and then. After the first episode, like they never, they never solved any mysteries. But it was too late, and like, like, like that was it. I, I just think that's, I just think that's so, uh, on brand for that show. <laughs> it it makes sense. It makes sense that the people that came up with that show would, would have that tactic. And uh, yo, before we wrap up, uh, do you watch The Boys? Just started watching the new season. Yo. You know what Mara put me on. Yo. So did you already finish the first episode? Yeah. Wild, right? Dude, I love the new season. The second season, 
it kind of like I I stopped caring so much. Like I watched it, but I didn't really care anymore. Dude, the the third season has fucking up the ante for me. I I think the third season is even better than the first season. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, things are turning up. Now I'm only like three episodes in, but I'm excited to see where they take it. I think it's for me because the second season the stakes didn't turn. It was just it was just like monotonous from the first season, just kind of droning on. But now like the third season, like it's like the, it's like the 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 snowballs got shaken up, and it's just fucking exciting around every turn. And they managed to fucking keep it fucking bloody and uh and 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 fucking nasty you know beyond the initial shock value mm-hmm. and bro like third season is fucking phenomenal i love it i'm well i will give you a spoiler i like what's going on with butcher's character oh yeah yeah, yeah. i do like that but um no i don't i don't i don't want to spoil it for you i appreciate that i'll give you a vague spoiler a certain animal gets fucked. All right. <laughs> All right. One word for you. Herogasm. That's episode six, I think. Well, it just became episode 90. I like that. Oh wait, yo yo yo. I fuck it. I gotta start remembering to do this. This is uh the outro music I'm going with from now on. Um You gonna put lyrics on that? On what? On the original Shroom soundtrack. Nah, I don't. I don't think there's really any room for lyrics. From shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. But I feel like this is more. Come down. Ease out of it, music. Oh. Yeah, the uh, the great, great Marvel Bishop calls it post nut clarity. That refractory period music. Wait, is 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 a uh, what's it called again? Refractory theory. Refractory period. Refractory period. I gotta get my boy to edit it down to a minute though. I need a shorter version of this. Yeah. I mean, technically, like there's supposed to be a verse here. From shrooms to Skyrim. I really like this hook.
some shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram.